It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland, for innovators everywhere, visit highland.com. Can you believe it? Auburn added a receiver via the transfer portal. Here's what it means. Well, Zach, I, I actually just finished crushing some chicken farm, and I am, I am freaking ready to rock and roll. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby, and thank you so much for making Locked On Auburn your first listen Every single day, we are razzled, we are dazzled up as it is a Charlie Tuesday on a Thursday, my friend. One word to describe how you feel right now. I'm dazzed. There we go. We are totally dazzed up for this. Auburn has added a wide receiver via the transfer portal. It's what we've all wanted. It's what we all prayed for, cried for, yearned for, longed for. And he is here. He is here and he's dazzling. Dazzling Warsham is his name. He spent two years at the University of Miami. Yes. And now he's ours. He is a Birmingham native. He played high school ball up in Birmingham, uh, Hewitt Trustville. Yes. And that's kind of it. I'd read you what he did at Miami. Um, but across two seasons, he did not record a stat, he did play in a game. Um, but was just a reserve guy. Just just right. a reserve guy. But Charlie Five, the important thing with all of this is to keep in mind what you and I have been talking about. Perspective. Yes. Perspective, perspective, perspective. Any type player that you are going to get at this point in the offseason, unless it's a national story, which I love Dazzlin already, and we'll talk about his name more in a second because that's what really matters here. But the the perspective is, This is a guy that is not meant for the 2022 team. This is a 2023 and 2024 team. I think he is to offer depth. He is a... So, I I thought this was interesting. Miami's website lists him as a third-year freshman. He's a a third-year redshirt freshman on Miami's website. The way Auburn does it is they just ignore the COVID year until you get to your super senior season. So I bet on Auburn's website, he will be a redshirt sophomore. So just, which still means he's got four years. Right, right, right. I think my math's right on that. I think you're right. You're right. Okay, sweet. You got a long time. Long time. Right. Yeah, like, keep it, keep it, let's keep it real. Keep it in perspective. Like, at this point in time, you're not going to find a lot of, game changers that are going to take your offense to the next level. Like this is that player is going to put you over the hump. There's just not that many guys out there. I mean, that's just not what this, this back half of the portal was ever going to be. We've talked about it. It was never going to be that unless there was some like crazy circumstance where um, who knows kid gets in trouble, uh, late coaching chain. I mean, something like that could possibly do it or injuries or whatever, but 
uh, there was never going to be really just a ton of guys. You really had to make your hay in the first half if you're looking for guys to, um, I guess, be program changers or season changers. But, you know, the one thing I really like – I mean, I love kids from Hewitt Trustville. The, uh, I, I really do. I, I think that – Who are some of your favorite uh, kids from Hewitt Trustville? Yeah, I mean, you got Javarius Johnson right now. That's great you got one. Amari Kelly. Sure. Um, they've turned out they've got some good recruits that are uh, good kids that are in this next class that we could that you know we may be looking at. Um, uh, Dazzling uh, Sean Jackson, our backup running backs from Hewitt Trussell. I really like their coach. They run a really um, advanced offense. It's, it's very. I mean, those kids are very well uh, developed already. So, uh, Amani Goodwin. Uh, is another one um, okay. that he ended up at LSU, but he was a really good player committed yeah. to us for a while. Like it's a good program. So anytime you have multiple kids on the team from that type of program, uh, it, bo- it it can bode well down down the road. Um, in his tweet, which one? It was in all caps, which is great. Yes. Um, he cursed in it. What are your thoughts on that? I'm back oh. in this city, running this up. See? Like I'm supposed to be, hashtag, War Damn Eagle. Thank you, God. Tiger and Eagle. I love that. Thank you, God. Thing. After he's running up in this, what was it? B? Is that what he went with? <laughs> you just said it, but no, it's it's uh, uh, it's it's the S one. Oh yeah. But he even he used a dollar it. sign on it, so it wasn't cursing oh. on Twitter. It's not. It doesn't count. That's Dollar sign count. hit is, is actually I what he said. Would I mean? Would you expect anything less? <laughs> would you expect I, anything I, less from from dazzling? dazzling? Um, <laughs> he dazzled that's a awesome. curse word. Is what he did. That's awesome. That's that's awesome. That's awesome. You know what? That shows you got guts. Um, see you out on that field. Uh, I think I don't think there's any other way to put it. <laughs> so I asked. Um, I sent a text to Alex Dono. He hosts Locked On Canes here at the Locked On Podcast yeah. Network. I said, hey, I'm about to record, but would love any of your thoughts on Dazzle and Warsham. And he said, sorry, that's fine. I'm really wondering what you laughed at. He said, highly touted ability. And Please. a lot of my recruiting friends spoke highly of him coming out of high school. Virtually nothing done at the collegiate level. But the receiving room at Miami was especially deep. No chance to get on the field. Had some injuries, had some good practices this spring. And so me being the rational person that I am, I said, so he's the next Randy Moss. And he said, ha, 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 ha. I wasn't joking, Alex. <laughs> then, it, then he said, honestly, I don't remember. No, no. He said, honestly, I remember being excited about his commitment. Could be one of those that just couldn't get out of his way early on injuries. Miami's deepest position group during his era was always receiver. Yeah. I mean, this kid was committed to Alabama for a while. Um, if I'm not, I'm pretty positive that that's the case. I think he was one of the early takes in their class. Okay. Um, and I think he made, uh, I don't, I'm not sure if it was a, a mutual parting of ways or, or how it worked or if it was just, you know, the U type uh, atmosphere got, got him caught up, but uh, he flipped to uh, Miami late in the process. Uh, he, I've always, uh, from film, I remember there was an ESPN game because uh, I wanted to watch Javarius Johnson and Dazzlin obviously got a lot of hype. Sure. Uh, and he has incredible speed. Uh, I would imagine that's going to, he's going to be, if his speed is still the same, he's probably going to be one of the fastest, you know, receivers on the team. Um, I would say at least top two or three. Uh, so that's always good. Six, and he's six, two, six, three, good size. Uh, I think maybe, he's just, maybe, he's six foot even. 
Six foot even? Okay. Well, He's six. I'm, well, Auburn's already got on the list at six one, but everywhere else okay. has him at six foot one seventy five. Yeah, kid can he can fly though, so maybe he can be maybe he can develop into a, a legitimate you know deep threat. All uh, right, guy that can you know take the top off. So again, perspective, perspective. We're not so you can't get mad like. You can't be begging for you can't like you gotta you gotta pick one or the other. You can't beg for players out of the portal right now and then complain when they're not, you know, if it's not gonna be someone that you think is gonna be a super like game changer. Like right. that's we're getting guys, we gotta fill up spots, we need wide receivers, and this is a kid with connect we got connections with, he's got potential. Uh so let's let's roll with it. I like it. Love his name. Best name I think I've ever heard. Uh, it's not bad. It's, it's certainly not. not bad at all. Um, no. All right, we tell you what this means for this season, though, in just a moment, right here on Locked On Auburn. But first, I want to tell you about our friends at Bet Online. Bet Online is your number one source for all of your betting stats and sports info. You can find the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including the NBA playoffs, which are heating up. So I've been told, as well as Major League Baseball, which that's also happening. So I've been told. Also was told today that the Kentucky Derby is back this weekend. And, of course, BetOnline is the best place to wager on all of the ponies. BetOnline, where the game starts. The NCAA tournament is almost here. And listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Charlie Five, as far as impact this year, I mean, is there any chance? Is there any chance in your mind that he gets here in the fall? I guess he, in theory, could be here over the summer, but he, yeah. won't, he won't have an official like scrimmage or practice until the fall. Yeah. Is there any chance he could just kind of bust onto the scene and bedazzle his way into playing time? <sighs> <laughs> um, no, I think it would be if if when if he would be sort of like a middle of the year, you know, taking in small doses, kind of ease him in. Yeah. Um, I don't see. I, I just don't know that he's uh, he's that much better than any of the guys we have on the team that have already been here, gone through spring, going to go through scrimmages, go through the weight room this summer, um, all that kind of stuff. Uh, working with the quarterbacks. Um, so I've seen videos of Calzada throwing passes uh, recently too. Uh, so he's not going to have that that opportunity for that kind of connection. Um, so yeah, yeah, I would I would be shocked if he is a a factor anywhere before like you know maybe mid season. Yeah, um, barring some injuries or just kind of getting eased in and maybe catching a deep ball or two or something like that. A listener just DM'd me. We're recording this like five minutes after he committed. And yeah. A listener just messaged me. He's like, God is good. I assume he's talking about dazzling. I don't. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, he's talking. I'm, he was talking about his. Uh, I guess his tweet. His. Uh, he said that at the end of his tweet or something. Oh, like he said that. thank you, God, at the end of his tweet. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. There you go. There you yeah. go. No, I'm there with you. I, I don't see a whole lot of impact this season. I think this is something that can happen because there's going to be a lot of receivers that leave after the season. Jedrick Jackson will run out of eligibility. Right. Um, and. I think that'll open up something. And I guess, you know, you hope somebody's good enough to, to be, you know, intrigued by what the league has to offer. I think that's the goal here. I don't know necessarily yeah. who that would be. Malcolm Johnson Jr. would be eligible. Javaris Johnson would be eligible for the draft. 
Um, mm-hmm. So I, I think this gives you something. I think this gives you something down the road. Um, and if not, he doesn't have just two seasons to do it. He has three or four seasons to do it. You got to think him coming back closer to home is an element in all of this as well. And so he's probably going to yep. be good here for a while. Like I, I don't think he's going to be willing to transfer again and have to sit out for a season. So um, it's, it's, I, 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 I like, like it for good. depth. I really do. I love it. I love it too. And I feel like it, it can't hurt for a guy like uh, Hunter Osborne, who is one of the top uh, players in the country from Hewitt Trustful, who's a defensive lineman. When you got three wide receivers and a running back now that, that he – watch uh watch play maybe yeah. played some with um defensive line is going to be a position of need um and he's a top one of the top targets so stuff like that never hurts never hurts there's really no I, I don't really see any downside to this like whatsoever like you really have to I feel like you really have to stretch to see a downside to this you really have to I, I get like not being crazy fired up about it but I think you really really have to stretch to just make this be you know, super negative because the negative stuff, like we missed our guy, we missed our, the game changers early in the portal. Like, yeah, that happened four months ago, back in December. That's over. Like that, that's over. It it is what it is. Now you're just adding pieces, um, you know, trying to build your roster back and and work towards the future. So what do you say to the negative people? Because I've actually already seen a few tweets about this that say, oh, of course, Auburn got a guy that hasn't ever played a relevant snap for another school. Well, it wasn't good enough to start. I've already seen those kind of tweets. What would you say to that person? Well, I mean, that's what's available for the most part. I mean, I, I get that he has – there's some that have a little bit more statistics uh, than, than the rest. But, like, yeah. even our – even the number one prospect, uh, the, kid, the, the number one ride wide receiver that we want, uh, Ricky Pearsall uh, from Arizona State, he's been there, you know, uh, quite a while. And he has 580 receiving yards in three seasons. So, like, that's not like we have – there's just two 3,000-yard receivers out there that we're going to pick from. These are the kind of guys we're picking from right now. I yeah. mean, that's that's who's out there. So, if that's your attitude, you don't really understand what's happening. You don't really understand what the portal right now is. Like, you don't really get – you just don't really, um, I guess, understand the dynamic. Right. Like Jamison Williams, I, I, I'm not using – I'm not – do not – take it that I'm comparing these two guys, but Jamison Williams had like 200 receiving yards uh, at Ohio state when he went into the portal. So not, this is not, this kid's probably not Jamison Williams, but like you're the guys you're trying to get are not going to be just, there's not a ton of these surefire guys out there. And those dudes, everybody wants. Yeah. Um, and, and this is probably going to happen with other positions too. And, and you and I talked about this. It may have been last week where we talked yeah. about this about how, okay, in these positions of need where you're good right now, but you're going to lose a lot of guys, you want to get dudes that can help you in 2023 and 2024. Right. And Dazzle and Warsham does that. And yeah. I think you're going to see that with offensive linemen. I think Auburn is going to get an offensive lineman or two that probably hasn't played a whole lot, but that's just kind of the nature of it. Yeah. Everybody out there right now that, that you're trying to get hasn't played a lot. You know what I mean? They're, yeah. they're, they're those type of guys. That's why they're leaving where they were. Right. Right. What do you make of the fact that the majority of our transfers that have come in through the portal this offseason have been Alabama guys that have been, you know, from in state? We saw it with Robbie Ashford. We saw it with Jason Jones 
and DJ James too, right? Yeah, Spanish Fort. We did it. We did that last year. Um, you know, Marcus Harris, Marcus Harris, yeah. uh, Tony Fair. Like a lot of these guys are from like either played in Alabama or they're from Alabama, and I actually really like that. I really like that because uh, you know we Harson kind of got a rep early before we did this whole ambush thing where we went and saw like where we're not really maybe not reaching out to the the state high schools like we should have well this is a that's a heck this is a heck of a way Mm -hmm. uh to sort of uh you know pump some life into that process because you're gonna have you got more kids uh that can have relationships and relationships are a big thing and like this is a this is a very good way to do it um and he, it seems to be sort of a theme. And I actually, I actually really like it. I actually really like it a lot. I do too. I do too. Um, it seemed to resonate more last year than it did this year. Yeah. Um, but we were analyzing like, everything that Harson did last year because we didn't have any like game to go off of. And now that I say that, like, we're still doing the same thing. So never mind. I don't, I don't know why that's lost to lure a little bit, but we're going to add several more guys like that, you know, and we've got plenty of scholarships to do it. And so I'm expecting plenty of guys over the next few weeks. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We're, I mean, we have no choice. We have, unless you just go in uh, with an unfull roster and you're going to just give it uh, scholarships to a bunch of walk-ons. Like you got, you pretty much have to add some folks. So did you I, see? I, mean, I know you did. Did you see that they're voting on like waiving the 25 scholies per class thing? Yeah, for it just kind of like two years, I think. Yeah, which. I got a feeling it'll lead to forever, but yeah, I think that's going to be super interesting. Just like you have 85 every year and you just go for it. Like whatever you need to fill, you fill. I think that's, I think that makes more sense. If all of these changes that we're doing throughout college football, and I know that's a big talking point throughout, you know, the country, but with, with the portal and NIL and all that, like if it's all truly for helping players and benefiting players, which I think it is, Um, removing the scholarship limitation seems like a no brainer. Like I I don't, with as fluid as everything is now, I don't understand why that is what it is. I I, I get that. I'm going to, I'm going to be honest though. That's probably one of the, I feel like that one would probably hurt Auburn the most because I feel like your guys will take, you, it's it, you can you can sort of hoard guys. You can take guys that you probably wouldn't have normally taken just so they don't go to Auburn or just so they don't go uh, to yeah. You know, you, so, but the only pro, only thing that'll it's it's going to be sick uh, like a cyclical uh, deal. Like you, you'll give more, you'll give out more uh, scholarships, and then the portal will just exp- have that many more players in it after you know a year or two. So it, I guess it'll all work itself out, um, but. Uh, I, I don't know that, that, that one will be interesting. It will be, be it will be. All right. Let's talk about some positions of need for the Auburn Tigers in just a moment, right here on locked on Auburn. The NCAA tournament is almost here and listening to locked on college basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Charlie Five, looking at the rest of the roster now. We mentioned offensive line. What yeah. other what other kind of 
position groups in your mind are positions of need? Yeah, well, I mean, they're targeting edge guys. So, yeah. um, uh, the kid from UCLA, I can I think everybody kind of thought maybe he was the one that popped today, uh, when the news kind of went out that somebody, you know, possibly committed when Harson and everybody sent out their bat signal that someone committed. Right. Um, uh, I think this, so I think that edge is probably one you're going to see. And it's probably going to be the kid from UCLA. There, there will be some, a few offensive linemen. Um, I honestly, I mean, I think we're probably going to take one more wide receiver. Um, at, if we can get one of these guys that we really, you know, are really going hard after. Um, but yeah, I mean, those, those uh, offensive line wide receiver, I mean, just look at what we're look at last year and where you felt like we were, we struggled. And that's pretty much what we're going after right now. Um, yeah. Offensive line wide receiver pass rush, even though pass rush was decent last year, we're just thin. So um I think that's that's kind of what you're looking at. There's a kid from Nebraska. He he's a little bit more of an interior guy, a defensive lineman that we're looking at. Yeah, um, he put us in the top three. It was um, yeah, and then it Cameron was Cameron something maybe Oregon and Texas, Oregon and yeah, USC. Maybe. No, it was Oregon USC and USC. Auburn. Um, it's pretty good company. Everything I read seemed like Oregon's the favorite there, but. We'll see. He just yeah. visited Oregon. He like that was the most recent visit. So that's usually it's usually a good kind of indicator of what's going to go on there. Sure. But sure. Can we just for a second and, and we mentioned this in the first segment, but just how crazy things are in college football right now with the fact that this guy is in his third year of college football and he transferred and he will have four years of eligibility at Auburn. I mean, that's like prior to, you know, the COVID stuff and the transfer portal, that would be like getting a freshman player. Like, that would be like getting a kid out of high school. It's like, all right, you got four years. You got four years. Like, and, and this kid's in his third year of college football. Like, that's just bonkers to me. It is. It is. the that, And what's crazy is that, I mean, you got five years. I mean, it seems like it gives you way more than just one extra year for some reason. <laughs> it seems like it gives you, you know, three or four extra years, but, uh, yeah. Um, it's good. I think it's good for some kids though. I think you got late bloomers and things like that. It's, it's good, especially guys that maybe feel like they were buried early on depth charts that gives them, you know, it doesn't count against them. They get to play, get to play, play another year. And hopefully that, you know, benefits, um, Daz, hopefully it benefits him, um, to the max. I hope he's okay that we call him Daz. I'm, I'm just going to stick with Daz. I'm sorry. We should call him the Dazmanian Devil. The Dazmanian Devil. That's so terrible. Is it bad? It's not. I mean, I guess it's not any worse than. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 okay. It's okay. All right. YouTube comments. What are you calling them? <laughs> it's where does this name rank on the roster? I mean, we lost Smoke Monday, and it's like, all right, that was a good one. We got a dazzling to replace it. Like that is just. Wonderful. Dazzling. That is, I mean, I, I'm trying, I was really, I wanted to go back and think of like some of the greatest names at, uh, that that we've had. And Dazzling has to top, has to be up there. Uh, has it's a to great name. The top. It's a great I mean, name. Um, And it's like a slang. It's not Dazzling. No, it's Dazzling. Dazzling. I mean, that is, I mean, that's just, that's great. You got to live up to that though. Hey, Dazzling. Dazzlin' Warsham. What a great name. 
What a you great name. Get to work. And you get this. Get to work, so. He's already got the right mindset. He was committed to Alabama, and he's like, no, no thanks. I'm going to go yeah. somewhere else. It's like, all right, you're already like turning down Bama. Like, that's fantastic. You're going to fit in just fine. Exactly. Did he say Auburn University or University of Auburn? Because that's how you know if it's going to be a really good player. Mm, that's a good question. That's a good question. Let's check that real quick. He Both. didn't say any of it. He just said War Damn Eagle, which I like. Which I like. Um, I think that's fine. And in the top left of the graphic, it's got um, it's very tiny. I literally have to zoom in. Discipline, Discipline. toughness, okay. conviction, and then Brian Harson's signature. <sighs> Discipline, toughness, conviction. Injected mm. in my veins. Gets me fired up. That gets me fired up. He looks pretty good in this picture. I mean, I, I, what number do you think he's wearing? His arms are crossed over. It's a single digit number. Do we have an eight? Do we have an eight wide receiver? Do we have an eight on offense? I don't think that's so. Kind of, I think that's what might be what it might be what it is. Yeah, I think you're right. Fact check that real quick before we sign off because I think that's important. <laughs> it's it's no, incredibly number eight on the field. Number one in our heart, Dazzlin Warsham. Let's go. Let's do it. Dazzling. We, we had a full up. other show written and ready to rock and roll today. And then it's like, oh, Dazzling's like, no, no, no. You're going to talk about me. And we're like, all right, cool. We do not have an eight on offense. We do I now, baby. Let's go. Dazzling. Dazzling it up. All right. How can people find you here? You support you. Love you, Charlie Five. Find me on Twitter at the underscore Charlie underscore five. Uh, on uh the Auburn Live got, got locked up there for a second. AuburnLive.com message board, the corner, the Locked on Auburn Discord every day, every hour, and Monday, Wednesday, Friday on the Dad Bar Golf Club. You can follow me on Twitter at Z Blackerby. You can see all of our written work. We're going to be writing a lot of things about Dazzling Warsham uh, at AuburnDaily.com. So be sure to check that out. And thank you so much for making Locked on Auburn your first listen every single day. For your second listen, go check out our guy Chris Gordy, host of Locked On SEC. We'll see you tomorrow for a Ferg Friday edition of the show as Justin Ferguson with the Auburn Observer joins us. All right here on Locked On Auburn. See ya. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.